Welcome to these are. <coughs> Sorry, I had a weird thing happen. Take two. Uh, welcome to these are good days with Leah Miller and Matt Barris. What? When you take my line, it throws <laughs> off my mojo. Sorry, I had something stuck in my throat and that threw me off. Well, I'm the one that's feeling a little <laughs> stuffy. I feel like oh. I sound like Kermit the Frog tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt. Well, here, guys. <laughs> well, Matt. Oh, here's the well, Matt. You're feeling a little under the weather. I am. Listen, the cold Ohio spring, I think, got to me. Well, and you know, here's the thing. You work in education, and I think that Girl. Your, your immunities must be so strong. No, you and, think. and if you're feeling a little bit down, that's when you pick something up. Maybe. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I didn't think I would be this sick. <laughs> My wife has the immune system of a like very healthy specimen yes like arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah. uh, like the terminator I, not so much i get whatever my kids get so yeah. here we are and, and listen i remember when our boys were in school it seemed like they'd pick up Ugh. you know especially during like cold and flu season it would just right it would just sweep over I know. the classroom did you get covid yes i did did you how many times once only once yeah. i got it once too I kind of oh once was enough. You know what? I forgot about our COVID stuff. Yes, <laughs> Remember me. when you needed me to take you yes, to get tested, I and I said I will it. only do it if we can drive in your convertible with, with the, the top, top down. down. <laughs> so you and we sat in CVS parking lot. Yes, and I tested negative, and then two days later tested positive because I was not getting better; I was getting worse. Yeah, you were, and yeah. you were so you were away from home. You yeah, were on a trip so, with yeah, some friends. So sick. Oh, oh that was, was so horrible. Sick. That was awful. Here's another thing I wanted to um, I wanted to say real quick. You, we were going to talk about family. Yeah. We we're going to talk about family dynamics. We we're going to talk about estrangement. We we're going to talk about dysfunction. We we're going to talk about health with family. And here's what I was thinking on the way over here is that this is how we know that we really care about this podcast is because if we don't feel we're in the place like with our energy yeah. or or yeah. mentally or physically to do it, we're not going to do it. Yeah. We're going to be ready to talk about the things we're really ready to right. talk about. And you're like, I don't feel up to talking about this nope. um, right now because of the way, you know, I just feel. Yeah, we, and we want to do justice yes, to some we of do. these really important Well, topics. it's important. Our words are important. Absolutely. I mean, th- what we say is important. And when it comes to family and some of the hurts and some of the the just the challenges that come yeah, with our family of origin. Totally. We want to make sure that we are absolutely, we are on. We are just like, <laughs> we're on our A game. Yeah. We're on our A game and not that you're not for this podcast, but we're, but listen, we're, we're talking about something a little lighter. This also leads us to our good days. Cause I already know what your good day is. Listen, you're whoop too. So I am sick. You had a big old weekend yes, with yes, the Whitaker family. So why don't you start with your good day? Okay, since that's okay. your good day. Well, it was very fun. Heather invited me to come down because little did so hella know that she was getting engaged on Friday. And, and it was the day she happened to also turn 21. And then that evening there was a big disco p- fun dance That's party so kind fun. of thing. And Okay, I have um, a question though. It was an 80s party, but I think I saw that people no, were in different periods. It was an era. Periods. It was an era. Oh, so I thought picked, it was 80s. No, you picked the era that you wanted to be in, and I chose the 80s, which I never actually really even changed into my <laughs> costume because I got in the kitchen and never left, pretty much stayed in the kitchen. But the, um, and, you know, some people were 
the 40s. Some people were the 70s. I think I saw some people in like Hamilton costumes oh, or yeah. something so, like well, that. And people were in the 70s. Oh, the people that dressed 70s, it was so good. That's awesome. Like there was a guy there with white platform heels that were just, it wow. was just really awesome. And, but my good day, and, and that was all very fun. But but what I will really, really remember is um, we went to a wedding dress try-on and I got to be there and it was just so special and and it wasn't necessarily the dresses right, you know right. obviously they're all beautiful and 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 so I tried on different ones and it was or different styles and it was really precious but what was really striking to me and really stands out to me that I won't forget for a very long time if ever is that at something like that every time she'd come out of that dressing room you were hit, you were like hit almost hit in the face with the the child that once was oh. that is now did you cry the, a lot oh yes because i'm like you know this is what the maturing of motherhood looks like right. like this right. is like you can still see the little girl right. you can still th- see the excitement of a child you can still see the little girl you can still see the little girl even in her face right. but she's not a little girl right and it's the whole and it's even the whole um part of of open your hands and letting go oh. i mean it's just yeah we cried there there were th- three of us moms there and we just were that's really special crying. that you got to experience yeah that it them. was it was a good day that's so was it already pre-arranged yes oh yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah so did heather arrange that so I she think, knew she was getting I, engaged i i think that jacinda heather's best friend i think gotcha. um that's cool um arranged that that try on but That's so fun. it was very fun there yeah. were there were like eight of us there and it was just a really precious That's really fun. it was just a precious thing oh i love that what about you my good day would have been i think i feel like i've just been like under the weather yeah it kind of sound like elmer fudd i elmer fudd <laughs> that's rude that's actually rude he has a speech impediment i just have a stuffy nose <laughs> Elmo Fudd is like, <coughs> I've got to catch that oh, wascally oh, wabbit. Fitz, that reminds me a little bit of Fitz. Fitz is like that. Yeah, he does. Um, but so my good day was we had plans with friends. And we all, one of the, this always happens to us. We plan with friends to do something. And inevitably one of our kids gets sick, sick out of the three families that get together. Yeah, this is the stage you're in, man. Right? So one of the families got strep throat and they were like can we reschedule so we're like sure and the weather was just horrible to be honest with you the weather in ohio right now has been very difficult (laughs) like the last three weeks it is and so we just had a free weekend and it was pouring down rain all weekend and so mallory and i were like what are we going to do that's fun and we hauled the kids up uh to the movie theater with the the lounger luxury recliners and we um, have a confession. We snuck some bowls and some candy in and we bought a big popcorn and sprinkled it in their bowls. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And we watched the Mario movie, which was super fun, especially for our two older boys. And then we got crumble cookies. Oh, crumble. Crumble. Are you if sure you didn't already send this? Tell us about this. Did I say this good day? I think you did say this good day. This is the suit of it talking. Didn't you talk? This, I talk do about feel it because, a little loopy. Because I remember talking about, about Crumble. The, yeah, and, now the that video, we say that. and the video game. You went and bought a video game. <sighs> it's okay. Listen, well, it was, it was so still good. a good day. 
It was still so good. Okay, I do have another good day, though. <laughs> so I'll add another one. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So this, this is a random good day that's going to sound weird, is our daughter has been... She's the one that gave us all the sickness. She was sick oh, every day last blame week. Blame it on the two-year-old. It's it's easy old. to do. Three-year-old? She's three. Three. She's three now. So my mom watched her Monday and Tuesday. Mallory said, okay, I'll take off Wednesday. And then Remy still wasn't feeling better. And I was like, okay, I'll take a turn. So I had this unexpected day at home with my daughter. Um, and I remember, I think I texted you this, like, I'm thankful to have that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful that I have a job where I can take a sick day and stay home with my child. Yeah, that's great. And apparently yeah. also get sick myself a few days later. Yeah. <laughs> but I can be home with my child and yeah, that's I'm thankful for that because yes. I know there are people that can't, that can't do that. Yeah. And if they take a day off, then they, maybe they don't get paid or yeah, it's that's it's, it. It's there are some jobs that There are some jobs you don't show up, you don't get paid. And I'm just thankful that I have a job where I have sick days where I'm able to do that. And we just had a lovely day together of laying on the couch and watching movies and that kind of thing. And it was just great. Yeah, that's great. That was my good day. And the Mario day. Also. Yeah, yeah, the Mario Day, the Mario movie. And I'm sorry, the... I am on Sudafed. I'm on 12 hour <laughs> Sudafed. If you are listening, I crumble, you can sponsor us. If Sudafed. Here's what I need you to know, Sudafed. You can give me an appropriate amount of Sudafed because if you get too much Sudafed, you know what they think you're doing? Cooking meth. Did you oh. know that? They oh, yeah, scan your driver's yeah. license. I'm not. Well, they won't. They won't sell it to you. Well, I got scared. Because one winter I got sick a lot and I got like three boxes and I told the guy before I checked out, I was like, hey, this is like my third box this winter. And he started, (laughs) the guy at the pharmacy started laughing. He's like, you're okay. Three boxes isn't going to flag anything. So anyway, just for those of you out there that love Sudafed 12 hours as much as I do. Um, you can buy a hefty amount before the government starts looking oh, at okay, you. Oh, okay, yeah, that's so, good. good to know. <laughs> my max has been three boxes a winter. All right, Matt. <laughs> well, hey, we've we've actually had this topic on the docket for a while yeah. because mm-hmm. we we actually keep a like an in, a, list. A, a list on our mm-hmm. phones of topics that we think of, and we've had this one in the hopper because I think it's something we've both talked about quite a bit. I know on your last trip to Hilton Head, you talked about this topic. I've recently talked about it as well. And our what we want to talk about today is contentment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think contentment is such an interesting topic because I don't think it's natural. And I think it's very difficult for us, um, in our, especially in our modern world, mm-hmm. to be content. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you have some insights about the Amish and contentment and simple life and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But... Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to say before we even jump in. I pulled up one statistic because I thought it was really fascinating. There's a group that does a study on people's overall happiness. It's not Gallup. I should have written it down, but I didn't. And statistics, we all know how we feel about statistics. You can really make them say whatever you want. But I still think they're intriguing because you can find trends in anything. Mm -hmm. But this group said since the year 2000... People have registered, people's happiness have, has gone down from 34% of people in America saying they're happy to currently 19% of people in America saying that they're happy and content with their life. And I think that's really interesting. 
What do That's you think? Sad. Isn't that sad? I don't like it. What do you think is the difference? First of all, how would you define contentment? I think we need a, a working definition. A working definition? Oh, wow. This is just off the top of my head, okay? This is just like shooting from yeah. the hip, Maddie B. Um, I would say contentment is being at peace with your life and your circumstances and what you have. Right. And not continually wanting more from within yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I was thinking, uh, for me, it was just satisfaction, being satisfied yeah. and at peace with yourself. Do you have a little hiccup there? A little oh, bit. Okay. A little Sudafed hiccup. A little, <laughs> <laughs> little Dayquil hiccup. <laughs> so this is interesting. We, we've we referenced Brene Brown quite a bit, too. Yeah, we love her. Brene Brown, in some research that they do about emotions, uh, researchers typically put emotions into two categories. So there is high arousal emotions and low arousal emotions. Okay. Contentment is a low arousal emotion. So what that means is it's not very exciting. Brene Brown actually calls contentment a comfy old gene emotion. It's not sexy. It's not exciting. And often we are drawn as humans to high arousal emotions. Oh, yeah. So I think sometimes why we miss contentment is because we're looking for that high yeah and contentment right. really doesn't give a, it's actually the opposite of a high because it's not it's finding peace you know and i think sometimes we are so concerned about getting that next high or you know looking well, for I mean, more i mean think about it think about what think about what the media does to to gain Absolutely. our attention and keep our attention they produce things like The Bachelor and Bachelorette. They, right. Or they give us stories of the underdog on American Idol so that we are all oh, rooting for I the guy those. who hangs drywall or right. flips burgers. Right. You know, it's the, it, it's, the, it's the aha, surprise, kind of almost um, mountaintop attention, thrilling Absolutely. thing. And really, how do you make a really like like astounding attention grabbing show on contentment right, right. on somebody that is at right. peace with themselves right right not it's real easy not exciting and i think social media has also exacerbated our need for these high emotions oh yeah let me just tell you let me tell you my thoughts you've yeah, heard me go. say this before like off mic some people that you watch on social media on instagram on their stories all it is is low budget reality television. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, right? I mean, there's some now I have really scrubbed my account that because I don't want to watch people right. who I'm continually thinking there's an there is really a a sudden train wreck that's gonna happen in their life at any moment because of like the way they behave. I've, right. I've stopped really following a a lot right. of those type accounts. But it's you know to watch somebody that's at peace and very content with their life. Right. You know, there is a whole genre out there of watching that that is actually very appealing to me anyway. Yeah. Like I well, love it's your frothy the, coffee. Yeah. Your frothy coffee is peace. Yeah. It's really know? just or watching somebody who just does a lot of scenery and a yeah. lot of the landscape. Oh my and, word, your horse videos. <laughs> Get out running of here horse, with your horse videos. Running horses. Oh, it's definitely not dizzy. Um, but oh. but you know, just the 
the whole idea of of having peace in your mind? Well, I think the lie is, you know, the social media influence, the looking outside of yourself, coupled with our desire for high emotion, it leads us to believe that our life should look like peaks and, oh my gosh, moments mm-hmm. all the time. Right. And so I think the reality is, is it's not. And I no. think we get super disappointed in our life when we have this expectation that it should be these big mountaintop high moments. I should always vacation in Tahiti in a swim right, up pool. Right, 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 My right. meals should always right. look like this five course thing. My clothes should always look like this. My home should have an expect, you know, right. I think we think our life should be like that, but that's just not how life works. No, it's not like it's not how a life works, but it also, um, I mean, you have to ask yourself with, I mean, this is a good question. Would you really want that to be how your life worked? Because honestly, like, you know, it's so cliche to say, like, you see the highlight reel on Instagram. But but it really is true. I mean. It's so true. And and when you don't see the highlight reel on Instagram, when people are being authentic and real and really sharing and showing up with, you know, a bedhead and no makeup or whatever. I mean, I find that refreshing myself because I, I, I don't, I don't love to follow accounts that always look perfect either. I will say that though, Matt, that I think, I think the opposite of contentment, a lot of it stems from, um, wanting more when it comes to money and material things. Yeah, I totally agree. I I think, you know, I think people want a a better, bigger house. People want a nicer, newer car. People, you know, I think, I think that that lack of contentment, that, that run, that drive, that, that, that just go, go, go can come from wanting more. Well, you know, for us, the story I always tell in regards to contentment uh, for me is when we are, the place we lived before we live now is, was an apartment on your property. Yeah. And you and Daryl so kindly renovated um, an apartment for us. And the apartment was the first floor was like a living room with a kitchen and a bedroom. And then upstairs was like an open and we had a family room and another bed up there, Mm -hmm. but the bathroom was upstairs. And I remember when Mallory was pregnant, you know, I remember her walking up the stairs in the Mm -hmm. middle of the night Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then we had a baby and his room was upstairs. And I remember her, you know, doing that. And then it was just time for us to look for a house. And I remember when we moved into our house, the first night we were here, we were like laying in our bed we could see we have a um ensuite in our bedroom. Yeah. So right could, literally five steps from Mallory's side of the bed. The we could see the bathroom and we literally said we feel like we live in a castle. Yeah. And we're just yeah. so thankful. Yeah. But guess what? We have to stay grateful because yeah. the lawn needs mowed, the colors aren't what we wanted them anymore, the floors are dirty. You start seeing everything and it is a practice to stay grateful. And so I never want to forget the story that I always keep in my mind when it comes to contentment and gratefulness is um, that story of I feel like we live in a castle. You have a bathroom in your bedroom, man. Absolutely. You don't have to go up the steps anymore. That's right. And I just so I want to stay in that place of thankfulness because it's so easy when, you know, and I'm not saying that anyone's done this maliciously, but like when our friends get a a newer or a nicer or a bigger or a better house, then it makes me go, oh yeah, our kitchen does kind of stink. 
Or it makes yeah, me go, yeah. oh, these floors do stink. Yeah. I wonder how much that would cost to redo yeah, the yeah. tile in our kitchen yeah. or whatever. Um, and it just makes me want to remember those days. I, in the Brene Brown um, the stuff that I was reading, a quote that she put in, she says, I really don't like inspirational quotes, but this one always stuck with me. It's, remember the day you prayed for the things that you have now. Oh, so oh, remember the day oh, because listen. So good. We have all had those moments. And I haven't really asserted my solution to this problem yet, but I'll, I'll get there. But um, we have all had those moments where we've prayed for a job opportunity yes. or we've prayed for a home or we've prayed for something for our kids. And as soon as that happens, it is so easy to move on to the next yes. thing and not be it's, grateful it's and say, God, thank you for this or thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, and so, so I true. would assert that to combat our lack of contentment is gratefulness. That the opposite oh, yeah, of 100%. discontentment, or if you're in a place in your life where you're like, I just don't feel content, it is gratefulness mm-hmm. and being thankful mm-hmm. for what you have and being present and being a participant in the life that you mm-hmm. are actually living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, um, I had a pivotal moment when the boys were little and we lived on a big property in a much bigger house than we live in now. Um, and, you know, our business was on the same property and I was, um, and we had restaurants and I was in, in our golf cart with the boys and mm. I was, I was driving around the property. And I remember thinking, what good is it? All the work we're doing and all the running we're doing when we aren't here enough to enjoy the place we have. Absolutely. And now what I can say in response to that is, you know, I feel like I've had the big house Right. You know, right. I've had the big house and I've, I've downsized from that house to mm-hmm. a house that is literally a fourth right. of the size and square right. footage. And I am more content and, and happier with less. Absolutely. I, I actually feel like I have more by having less because now I don't feel as weighted. There, there is a level of, of pressure or weight that comes along right. with having a big property. There's right. a level of work. There's a level of maintenance. There's a level of upkeep. There's a level of, you know, money right. that, that it, it takes to do that. Well, and your husband oh, worked his I mean, I mean, bones to death. Yes. He would come home in the summer from work and jump on the lawnmower until right. it's dark. And I, I'm so thankful Absolutely. to have a small house that, I mean, I mean, you know, this like another good day of mine recently was we had our son and um, some of his friends and their families because Joey went to Europe for a month. Yeah. And, um, and we you had like a going away dinner. We, yeah. We, we had, and... we called it family dinner or family supper. Um, and we piled, you know, 11 people into, you know, we, we can't even seat 11 people at my dining room table. We can see eight, right? but we, Daryl and I just sat in the swivel chairs right by the dining room table and we, you know, we squeezed in and, and it's okay. It's okay if your house isn't big enough for all the people that you want to have over. And I will say that that is the only time that I do that, that I do say to myself, like, Oh, if our house was a little bit bigger, I could invite, you know, 15 people over and, you know, I have to be careful of the amount of people, but when the summertime comes, you have the outside, yeah. so you can utilize. But overall, you are so thankful for oh, your for your downsized oh life. Oh my goodness! The and other I think, the other that morning, I um I was walking around my house, saying, 
I, I love this house. I'm right. so grateful for this house. Right. And I think, I think, um, I think sometimes we tell ourselves that when we get the more thing, the newer thing, the bigger thing, the nicer thing, that it is going to, to make us feel a certain way or yep. satisfy Absolutely. us in a certain way. When really, I think those, those things can be achieved by doing some work on your heart. Right. And I think too, is, you know, science would tell us like you do get a immediate like dopamine yes. rush from buying something or, but that wears off so fast. Listen, you, you know, me, that you high want, wears off. You want me to tell you a trick I have for feeling like your house is newer or your car is yeah, new? Yeah, go. Whenever I get to feeling like, oh, I want a, I want a newer car. I love my car. You know how much I love yeah. my car. My, my car is probably the oldest car I've ever owned. Probably the cheapest car I've ever owned. <laughs> and I love my car the most yeah, of any vehicle I've ever had. I have a 2011 Volkswagen Bug convertible and yeah. I love it. But sometimes I want a newer one right? and a nicer one and one that like, it's just, you know, shinier, shinier. Yeah. So I will make an appointment to get my car detailed. Yeah. And when you get your car detailed, especially at a really great place, I go to, oh, I wish I could say their name because if they were listening, it's <laughs> the performance place cars. on Cleveland Road. I can't yeah. remember their name, but it's up by the car dealerships. Yeah. They do such a great job. And I feel like when I pull out of there, I have a brand new car. Yeah. I wouldn't trade my car for anything after I get it detailed because it's like, this this baby's new. Right. Um, well, same- and I feel like that about my car when I'm like, do I really want a car payment? <laughs> right. <laughs> because right now I don't have one. And the, the freedom that I experience, it's similar to having a smaller house. The freedom that I experience is greater than the desire for something more or something right, newer or right. better. And so that freedom, you can't trade that for anything. Um, you know, I think that the practice and the habit of being grateful and having gratitude is so clutch in this conversation around contentment. And research would show us that when we have an intentional habit towards gratitude, we can build neuropathways. I think I've referenced Dr. Caroline Leaf before. She talks about how we can create neuropathways in our brain that are new and can override some of our discontentment thoughts. But there's also a correlation when we are grateful that we have better sleep, we are more creative, Mm -hmm. we have decreased entitlement, and we have an overall higher satisfaction for life. Mm -hmm. And here's what, what else I love is when we are not grateful for what is in front of us, when we're not grateful for maybe a person, for a job, we are essentially saying, I have no part in this. I'm removed from this now because you're looking towards other things. What gratefulness does and what gratitude does is it takes us and it puts us back in the driver's seat to say, hey, if I'm thankful for my home, I'm going to probably take care of my home. If I'm thankful for my spouse, I'm going to show them that I'm thankful for them. You know, if I'm thankful for the clothes that I have and I'm going to wear them more and take care of them better. And so I think when we are ungrateful, we become an observer to our life instead of our, a participant in our life. And so I think gratefulness, what it does is it kind of snaps you back into reality to say, Hey, what's in front of my head versus what's in my mind or what's on my Facebook or my Instagram or wherever 
you know, we find those daydreams of something bigger and better oh, and more grandiose. 100% because if we're ungrateful, we're thinking about everything we don't have instead of everything we do have. Absolutely. So everything stinks when you're thinking about things yes, that you, you don't You want everything have. to change. None of it's good enough. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I just can't stand the way that my bathroom looks or right. whatever you know and i i do think there are things within our home that we can do totally that that help us feel more content with the home we have right. one of those things is if you haven't treated yourself to have somebody clean your home yeah do that we talked about that oh before. yeah it can yeah. make you feel like oh this this makes me feel like things are new right oh and by the way i just want to say real quick Oh, did you find your detailing guy? Yes, yes. I have to give him a shout out because I want to tell you. Because they might sponsor us. If if you live in Worcester, Pro Touch Automotive Detailing on Cleveland Road, tell him I sent you. If you are listening. Pro Touch, if you are listening. Or if there's anyone. Listen, we have on average about 550 people in Worcester that listen to us. Well. So if you know Pro Touch. Tell them to get in touch with us. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, they do such a great job on yeah. vehicles. They'll even fix little dings and dents on the outside of your nice. vehicle if you want them to. But I mean, honestly, I just I think it's just a great way to to just like you said, really by caring for what you have. Right. You can you can um, you can just renew a, a sense of contentment within yourself. And also just, just the stark realization, like, you know, think of the things that you think of things that you have wanted and prayed for and hoped for Absolutely. that you have now that the luster has kind of like dimmed because, right. well, you already have that thing now. Like right. go back to those things and, and even say out loud. I practice that a lot. I say out loud a lot, the things that I'm grateful for, the right. things that I, um, I'm so thankful that are in my life. Like you know, gas in the car, a vehicle that runs. Absolutely. You know, um, for hot, me lately, it was a running. sick day. Oh, I was thankful for that sick yeah, day with hot my daughter. Running water. I mean, yes. hot water. What do we have to take an ice cold shower every day? Yeah. I mean, I know some people tend to do that, but that's not me. I know. I don't buy into that. Yeah. And, you know, just, just <laughs> a really wonderful, good things. I, listen, the things that will snap all of us into gr- gratitude quickly is when the electric goes off. Oh, electric, that is so true. We've had some. Off. Yep. Last summer, your electric was off for yep. a while. Yep. yep. Le- electric goes off within a couple hours. You are so thankful for right. light, for water, for your your yeah. stove, for, for all those things. You know what? I think for me, every I think what helps keep me in gratitude is when I look at someone's life and I look at the things that maybe they're doing that I think are super cool. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they're traveling a lot or they are, they have a cool job or they write a book or whatever, you know, everything, everything in life comes at a cost. Oh, everything in life comes at a cost. And And everything has an underbelly. Absolutely. You know, writing a book, nobody sees the days that are not glamorous and not fun and not great. Right. And sometimes there are things that I go, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to make that sacrifice. Or I'm not ready to trade whatever it costs to get those 100%. things. 100%. I am not ready for that. I'm not ready to make that sacrifice. Yes. That's, why you'll, so, that's why you'll hear me say, if people say like, Leanne, you and Daryl should start a restaurant. I, I, I will say, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know the price that you, you have do. to pay. You lived and, it. And I won't go back there again. Right. Unless I would absolutely have no other choice for an income, I, will, right. I would never do it again. Because... It was it was very very all consuming, and I know the price that we paid in order to do it, Absolutely. and I, I won't do it again. So, and that's just 
I mean, and for those of you out there in the restaurant business, loving every oh, minute bless of it you. and, and doing it and hustling hard. I know how hard it is and it's got to be in your blood and you got to love it. But you know that the, you know, the price you're paying right. in order to do it. Right. And so you just have to ask yourself, what are the things, what are the things that I'm going to say? You know, where's my line? Right. Like that. I'm, I'm not going to go past because right. it sacrifices my contentment, my quality right. of life, my happiness the joy when I wake up in the morning, right. you know, after that big weekend at the Whitakers, I, I drove home from Nashville and came home to supper for 11 people. Yeah. And yeah. I slept in the next morning until 10 a.m. Whoa. 10 a.m. Like I mean, slept. Of course I, of course I got up to go use the restroom at 7 a.m. because I'm well, 54 and have a oh, 54. And, you know, here and, we go. And the whole bladder <laughs> thing, 54 being, um, so, so, but I got up, Went straight back to bed and slept until 10, hard. And if I was still running after some of the same oh things my. that I was running after as a certain season in my life, I would have not had that luxury. I probably right. wouldn't have even went to Nashville, to tell you the truth. Right, right, right. You know, so I've traded some things for some other things that bring my life right. more more joy right and i feel more content but we have less than we've ever had and everyone's threshold for that is different and it's not a right or a wrong it's what are you willing to to do and give and it's not you know if you're running a restaurant that's great that's just not something you ever want to do again no not at 54 <laughs> but that's for sure because you're you know you're maybe your thoughts about it have changed and it's not a right or a wrong it's just everything comes at a price yes and that's and there's just a season for everything absolutely i was just at a restaurant with um carlos and heather and jacinda and losaya in nashville an italian restaurant that was absolutely fantastic and the owner was there and his daughter was there who appeared to be about nine and she was learning how to run the little handheld yeah uh I want to call them a registered, but you know, they're the not a registered card machine. The, the credit card machine. Yeah, yeah. And she was learning how to run that. She was shadowing a waitress. Oh, that's cute. And, and it brought back great memories of our boys being right. by our side in the restaurant. There's so much good totally. about the restaurant business and being in that, but there's also, there's a price you pay. There is a level yeah. of commitment that your daughter is there. Right. Learning how to run that little thing at nine years old. There's right. so much value in that, but there's also sacrifice in that. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. So this has been a really good, I feel like we could talk about this again more, Yeah, more. <laughs> especially the really gratitude fast. part. Yeah. It went so fast. Um, but before we go, we were just talking, we were, have been reading some of the reviews that are on Apple podcasts oh, and they are so, so kind. kind and so generous. If you would, you know, Apple reviews are like the nicest thing you can do for us. My favorite things people have said is it's like we're talking to friends and it's like we're having a conversation or we've had a few people say we put your podcast on just to feel like they're vo friendly voices in my home yes. and familiar we've voices. We've had people say they made their first counseling appointment because we talk about it so much. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> and we are not sponsored by anybody for that. So <laughs> better help if you're listening. <laughs> they listen, they might. Um, but anyway, we would love if you could re leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts yeah. because that just helps us. Where else us. can they leave reviews? Can they do it on Spotify? On Spotify, you can just give stars. Oh, stars. You don't actually we'll write a review. We'll take the stars well, on We would Spotify. take stars on Spotify. Stars. Absolutely. And obviously, you know, if there's anyone that you hear, you know, our episode on grief last week was, we had a huge response. 
if there's something that sticks out to you that you're like, hey, this could really, this conversation could really be helpful for someone in my life, please let them know and feel free to share what we're yes. talking about because yeah. we just feel so passionate about our yes. conversations yeah. and the reviews been have on. been really kind and so wonderful because we've hardly this is pretty much the first time that we've had we've said prompted people to review yeah we've just done it which i know like, it's so awesome it's awesome. so awesome hey well thanks for joining this conversation around contentment today oh please our, please say the last line what's like our line Fudwood. I, I am not doing that <laughs> what is our, what can you say it whether ordinary. My mind is blanking. It's the Sudafed. Whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope that you know these that these are, are good, good days. days. We'll get it right next time. <laughs>